would you consider an actor and like an entrepreneur? God, yeah. I never thought of it like that. Because I'm, I'm thinking, I don't think I've never thought about it, but if I really have to think about it, because you, you okay, so like, you can do all kinds of things as an entrepreneur. You yeah. can sell services, products, whatever. Um, this podcast, I consider myself an entrepreneur doing this podcast because uh, I'm trying to get y'all to give me some money, please. <laughs> uh, but like, you going out there, going to auditions, like you, you get an agent, you get a, you know, you sign with an agency. That's almost like being a freaking basketball player. You getting the agent, like, oh, big time. Okay, you signed, you signed to, you signed to a, to a, to a brand, you know, and and now you're out there putting yourself out there sharpening your skills, getting better at that, and just trying to get different jobs, you selling yourself. You are. Like. You and I hate sales. Super. good we back at it again with another episode of the super dre podcast y'all miss me yet <laughs> i love y'all too man hey make sure y'all hit the smash the like button down low if you're on youtube make sure y'all subscribe and share to your friends all that good stuff if y'all didn't know we got a patreon make sure y'all tune into the patreon it's only five dollars ten dollars and fifteen dollars like y'all y'all don't spend it at starbucks and that's a cup of coffee that's, Yo, that's, that's what i spent that's, today. A cup, that's a cup of coffee and and you know what you're getting with that you're gonna get some exclusive episodes behind the scenes early access discounts to some merch so i think 10 5 and 15 you you better get it now because I, I promise you it will go up i'm just saying that i'm just saying i'm just saying but make sure y'all tapping in uh subscribe to everything we got the super duper series on instagram y'all can check into that at the super j podcast and uh yeah that's pretty much it enough about me we finna get into it i got a very 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 special <laughs> friend it's been a long time in the making I haven't seen her in a long time i'm so excited for her to have on have her on the show and i've been doing a good job of keeping a mix of men and women like I, i've been killing it i've been killing it but this is this is the one the only actor extraordinaire yo she 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 was she the bomb man like for real man <laughs> monica perez what's good how you doing you are too sweet <laughs> i was struggling just then i can't believe you can tell but i appreciate it i'll take it i appreciate God, how it how long has it been katie so 2015? katie was 2015 I, yeah six years and, and, and i had left in 2015 did, yeah. you, did you graduate i did i yes, did yes ma'am congratulations thank you thank um you. Uh, so you graduated 2016, mm. correct? Okay. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. And I had left that summer of 2015. Um, so, yeah, that's been six years. Six years. God. Almost, almost set. Yeah, yeah, six yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's been that long, guys. Since, I haven't since seen each other since we've seen that face long. to face. Yeah. And if some of y'all didn't know, didn't know anything about my background, I went to school for theater, acting, went to Katy Conservatory here in Dallas, Texas, and uh, I met some really cool friends, still keep in contact with them. As you can see, I got one here. So uh, it's been a long time coming, and um, I just really appreciate you for coming down, tapping into the uh, Super Jerk podcast, and hopefully, hopefully, we can make y'all super today. So let's go ahead and get into it. But first, I want you to just let the people know, um, you know, who you are, what you do, and all that good stuff. 
What's up? I'm Monica Perez, actress extraordinaire, like he said. I'm based in Fort Worth, and my background is a lot of theater. I, God, I got into this back when I was in the sixth grade. Mm. I remember my school I went to forced us to kind of do, like, different art programs. Yeah. And so we did a play, like, that we wrote, and I just fell in love with it ever since and have been doing theater ever since then, all through high school. Took a break, went to actual college for two years, was studying sports med, pre-med, because I'm a such a science nerd at heart. Mm. Loved it. Did AP Bio, AP Chem in high school, so definitely love science. And then I was in a, I was in a worship service, just like a praise and worship service during that time in college, studying abroad in Argentina. And I just felt my calling, man. My calling was like, you're meant to do acting. Like this has always been what you've been drawn to do. And I even felt that when I was a kid, I remember back in elementary school, we had like a career day and it was like a dress up who you would want to be when you grow yeah. up. Well, I wanted to be an actress and I didn't know how to dress up like that. So I dressed <laughs> up as like, threw on some cute clothes and carried a microphone and said I was a singer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I came back to Fort Worth and went to Katy Conservatory, graduated and have been doing it ever since. I'm signed to an amazing, fantastic agency right now. They are amazing, the Mary Collins Agency. They're such sweet ladies, and they're great to me, and I'm doing classes still. And, yeah, just done a couple indie films, done a lot of theater. That's what I'm doing now. Awesome, awesome. <clears throat> and and you have to keep doing those classes. you got to keep sharpening your skills. you got to make sure that you're, you're ready for, for the next role. Absolutely, um, because the, going to acting classes is like going to the gym. You mm -hmm. stop going to the gym, what are you going to do? You're just... Flabby exactly you don't watch it. what you eat eating yeah. you're gonna just end up gaining the weight same thing with acting classes it's if you're not in classes doing scene work and stuff you're gonna lose it which right. i did after i graduated from katie i was like oh, okay i don't need any more schooling anymore i can do this i remember i was on a set i booked an indie film and i booked it and i know i did well but at the same time i was like man this is i am feeling rusty this is yeah. not <laughs> the work i i know i can put out right. so i immediately got back into acting classes and have been doing that yeah ever since yeah yeah you'll definitely notice that when you start getting squeaky squeaky so so that's that's cool do you uh um besides acting what's what's like some hobbies that you, that you do i'm big into fitness okay. i go to the gym for at least four times a week boxing gym <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I go to the boxing gym. Um, funny story on how I got into that. Okay. It was, I just came home from my freshman year in college. And you say, you know what they say in college, you gained the freshman 15. Mm. And I did. Oh, I definitely did. I came home. I was asleep. My dad woke me up. He's like, get up. You're going to the gym with me. <laughs> okay, dad. <laughs> Do what I say. You're helping me out. Took me to the boxing gym and I fell in love with it ever since. And I've been doing that on again, off again since 2013, I want to say. 2012, 2013, one of those. Okay, about eight, eight years. On yeah, that. and I just, it's my go-to. I love to do it. It helps get down any, get out any frustration. It's a great cardio workout. And then I take my, I have a rescue pit named Bailey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I take her for runs um, at least three it, miles <laughs> afterwards. Wow. That's yeah. She deep into it. Don't mess with her. Please don't. There's I no try. Mason ball. I try. This is something. A little something. There's no Mason ball. Please don't try her. 
man, that's cool. I got to get my fitness up. I try to do three days a week, but so far I've done zero. So uh, hopefully we can get better at it's that. It's about the routine. You got to start yeah. it. It's the discipline. You got to start it and get into it. And then after you do it for a while, I think they said it takes two weeks to build a habit. Yeah. After that, I hate when I miss the gym. I hate when I can't go to the gym. Okay, cool. I'll go the next day. But right. if it's that full week, I didn't get my four days in. I am so upset with myself. Talk about the mindset through that because it's one of those things where you can easily miss the gym. You can you can come home from doing a long you know a long set and he was like, nah, like Wednesday is the day that I'm supposed to go to the gym. I'm feeling tired. I can just skip it today. Talk about how the mind like what your mind oh, goes through. Oh God, and it's true because there are times where you just don't want to go mm. especially if you're having one of those down days but i force myself to go i'm like no it's time to get up and go because you're gonna hate it even more if you didn't go right right so it's sometimes it's yeah you have your motivation that helps but then the other majority of the time it's that dedication that discipline mm. that you need and yeah i mean there sometimes also listen to your body Sometimes you do have a long day at work and you mm. just don't have the energy. You just don't have the time. It's okay to rest. Listen to your body. Take a break. But then get back into it. Don't yeah. just fall in that pit trap of, oh, I'm going to rest. Yeah. I'm just going to watch some TV. I'm going to check my phone. I've already, I've already rested one day. I can do it <laughs> one more day and it turns into five days. Exactly. And now you didn't stop. <laughs> exactly. And so you just you got to keep track of how many days you gone. Hey, it's the end of the week and I didn't go these days. I have to go today, tomorrow, and the next day. That's cool. What would you say to somebody? Okay, so for me, I guess I'm just being selfish because I, I'm trying to fit my my workout into like the way my schedule is. My mm -hmm. my my nine to five job doesn't really it's not really a set schedule. So I just really just look at the the consistencies, which is in the morning, but I feel like I can't work out in the morning. I feel like it doesn't work for me. How 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 can you help somebody? Um find the time like somewhere in the day that works for them and then the benefit because i heard that working out in the morning benefits you better because you sweat and all yeah, yeah talk about that i've also heard that too there's times where i work out in the morning i wake up i don't eat because i i'd rather just sleep until i have to get ready right? <laughs> so i'm not gonna eat and they say working out on an empty stomach also helps i don't don't quote me on this but i remember talking to other people they say it helps you right kind of like kick up that metabolism and should also calories. get lightheaded also depending on what you're doing like yeah training it just something. it depends um but i am a i like to work out in the evenings mm. more i'm not if i can sleep in i would rather do that but i'll get my workout in the evenings because that's just when i find my i'm a night out i'm just naturally a night owl. that's yeah. when i have my more energy um you just gotta you gotta plan out your day uh i plan out the day the night before if i know i have to do especially with my job i have to go to a shoot I have to plan this. I have to send out these. When am I going to fit, fit in that gym? Okay, well, my gym does class times. Um, 6 a.m., 9 a.m., 4.30 p.m., and it's 6.30 p.m. Okay. So I just got to find, okay, let me get all of this work done at this time so I can go at this time. Okay, okay. And that's something that, like, it's kind of like, a, like you said, it's a class. It's something. Yeah. Because you're, tie, my, you're yeah. tied to that. For me, it's like, I got to get up and go to the gym. <laughs> I have this app on my phone. It's called Freeletics. And it's like, you know, at home, you know, they give you, like, yeah, the workout yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And and I, I like some of that stuff because I'm real big into stretching and, mm -hmm. and stuff I like that. I need to do I'm, that. I'm God. super. I'm not flexible at all. But, I'm but bad at stretching. <laughs> I'm bad at it. And and I remember us being in, in at KD, mm -hmm. and we would do yoga all the time. I and love that. that. Was, and I missed that. That was one of my first time 
doing yoga and we would do it sometimes twice a day mm-hmm. in the, at the beginning of each of our classes. So I was real loose and, and, and you can tell how that make you feel when we're acting on stage. Yeah. But after I was like, shriveled back up and I was like whoa <laughs> yeah. yeah this is definitely and it also helps with stress and stuff like that so more than anything I'll get up and walk around at least I'll walk around drink a bottle of water hydrate that's and great then try to try to stretch yeah. you know but I really struggle with just trying to find that right because I have kind of you know my routine down pack I base it around my main job yeah but just finding that workout time I think it'll work better because I mainly you know, I get up at 10, maybe at work because my sleep schedule is 12 to 6. Or six oh, well, six then, hours. yeah. If, you if I get home about 10, 30, there's, there's a gym in my apartment. Yeah. Do my 30, 45-minute workout, shower, eat, whatever, go to sleep. So maybe, oh, yeah. but I haven't just tried that yet. I'm still trying to. Trying Sometimes to, you just got to, that's that thing. You just have to do it. Yeah. You just have to get off your butt and yeah. do it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to try. I'll try because you got something that holds you. Like you. It's not like I'm going to a gym class and like there's other people there. Yeah, that's the thing about mine is there are other people there, and so we catch up. Or if we haven't been there in a the minute. Like, for instance, October was a busy month for me. Oh. I didn't have as much time to go, mm. and I hated that I didn't have as much time to go. So whenever I finally got back into it this past week, mm-hmm. you know, beginning of November, people were like, oh, where were you? Where were you? We miss you. It's like we have – I have my gym buddies that I love, and that's just our workout thing. We challenge each other, and we try to – we encourage each other a lot like that. So that helps. Doing it, I've done it by myself. During yeah. the quarantine, the pandemic, yeah. when I had a workout by myself, I've done it. Kind of injured myself. <laughs> That's what I'm scared of. I'm just like, am I doing this right? I'm stretching. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Uh, that, for me, that was discipline of making myself still work out. Yeah. I miss the in-person. But everyone's different. Some yeah. people like that alone time of themselves doing it. You yeah. just got to find what works for you. Yeah. Just... Yeah, work whatever works for you, y'all. Like, just fit. Get let's get fit, guys. Just get started. That's the biggest oh, thing. Yeah. Just get started, and yeah. you don't have to do a do some hard. Yeah, do some Five stretches. stretches drink stretches. some water. Drink a lot of water. Go for walks. Go for fifteen minute walks. Yeah. Go for walks around the house. Just do something to get yourself started. Mm. Gym's already. Gym's already. <laughs> Yo, we about to transition into uh, the the soup the super series right here. I don't know why I'm calling it that because <laughs> we're gonna get into um, getting to know what your superpower is. So oh, this is the Super Dre podcast. Everybody's unique. Everybody has a uh, superpower. What would you say your superpower is? Oh God, because I I remember I saw this on one of your podcasts. I was like, dang, I, I really gotta think about I better this. Better get ready. Everybody got superpowers. Um. Well, something small, like that's random. I can, I'm really good at making myself cry on command, like tears. Yeah, that was, that's <laughs> one thing I always remember just doing acting school. Just, wow, what? <laughs> it's probably still hard. Maybe I can do it. Let's, uh, no, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. That's just, that, that's just something small. But like my main thing that I'm really proud of that I still work on is just, my mindset. Okay. I've changed my mindset so much since when you last saw me, mm. actually. And that was the help of one of my acting classes that I'm in. Uh, it's called The Extra Mile, called, taught by Glenn Morshower. He's on currently on uh, The Fox's Resident. Okay. He's on 24. He's done a lot. Okay. Um, but he really preached this mindset shift change and the power of manifestation, the law of attraction, all of that. So taking that ideology and adapting it, just that's something I'm super proud of myself for doing because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that right now. 
I don't mm. know what I would be doing right now. The power of the mind is so important. Like we still don't know a lot about our brain is what I'm what I'm starting to learn. And I'm real big into uh, the mindset. And it's, it's sometimes it's hard for us to mm-hmm. just really be disciplined and really stick with something. And we can talk ourselves out of some stuff. We can be you like, can. yeah, I want to do yeah. that. And then some three seconds later, you're like, nah, you, you thought of you've already thought of 300 bad ways it can go in, in 0.3 seconds. And then you can already talked yourself out of it. You're sometimes your biggest enemy is yourself. Yeah. Is your own mind. That's definitely what I've learned over the past couple of years. I've learned that I was in the way of everything that I ever wanted you to are. achieve. You are. And that's one thing that people don't realize. And something I've kind of dealt with other people that I was just like, no, I need to distance myself from you is because some people will blame the world for their shortcomings for where they're at in life. Mm. Sometimes it's like, no, like you got to take responsibility. You're acting this way. Then this happened. And now look at the result. That's, oh, man. Yeah. Y'all got to put some work into it, man, because it's, it's not going to happen overnight. But and also find somebody uh, accountability partner because you can't do it on your own. And I feel like a lot of times, especially for me being black and being in that community, it's hard to talk about mental health and oh, stuff God, like yeah. that. And that can probably just be for a lot of people. But I know specifically for black people, we don't really talk about that stuff. And we have to bring that more to the forefront when it comes to mindset and w- when it comes to having a healthy mind, um, because that's just gonna help us be the best that we can be each and every day. Because we, we, our, our brain is a muscle, if you guys mm-hmm. didn't. It's, it's a muscle. So we have to be mm-hmm. able to work out, work our brain every day. Doesn't matter what it is, we're, we're reading, you know, we're, instead of brushing your teeth, use your left hand and, and strengthen the other side of, of your, um, of your brain. Just doing those type of things, work your brain out, just like you work and the your brain, body out. The brain is an organ. Like people, you, I've seen a lot of posts of people, I think it's more like the old schoolers, like older generations. Oh, I'm feeling anxious right now. Okay, we'll stop feeling anxious. It's like that doesn't. Yeah. That's not doing any. Your brain is an organ. If your, um, if your liver is not working, you got cirrhosis of the liver. That's an or illness. Mental illness is an illness of that organ, and you got to figure out. Okay, how do I deal with it and get the help that you need to well, help that? What did you indulge in when it came to? Um you know, strengthening your brain, strengthening your mindset? What were some things that you that you do? I follow a lot of positive mindset law of attraction accounts on Instagram mm-hmm. because there's one that I shared earlier, like I think last night or something on my story, and I resonated with that a lot. It's like if you wouldn't perceive it, you wouldn't think about it and manage it, imagine it if you couldn't manifest it. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, you know, just be, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, sometimes the world sucks, but at the same time, you can do what you can to make it better. And just follow follow your heart, just follow your intuition. Be huge on following your intuition, basically life's whispers. You gotta listen to that gut. You know, we've kind of come to a society where it's like, you're overanalyzing everything, you're putting all the facts. No, sometimes just shut down the mind mm-hmm. and listen to your gut and mm-hmm. see, what's, see what comes up. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. The mind is very powerful. So with that being said, how do you use your power, your superpower, to overcome your supervillains? And your supervillains for you guys, um, that could be doubt, that could be, you know, addiction, you know, whatever, you know, negativity, whatever is holding you down, stopping you from becoming your super self, how do you use your superpower to overcome those supervillains? My supervillains, definitely myself. And like you said, the negative mindset, sometimes 
I there's always everyone has that voice in the head and what I've learned what I've heard other people do is like give that negative voice your head a name so you can address it Mm. I've had thoughts where it's like you're not good enough what makes you think you can do and I'm gonna start crying think like talking about this but it's a lot of just heavy negative emotions what makes you good enough to think that you can do this what makes you like you're never gonna succeed just a lot of negativity and one thing that my teacher taught me was repeat the mantra that's old I'm new yeah goodbye right and there's no there's no point of dwelling on that. There's no point in dwelling. You just gotta shut it down, give it a name. Um, I'm just gonna make up a name right now. Um, Alana. I understand that you're wanting, trying to bring me down. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to you. You have no power over me. Mm. And you just gotta keep repeating, repeating, repeating that to yourself. That's old. I'm new. Mm. Goodbye. And eventually you do, you are able to bring yourself out of it. And also like a good night's sleep of just listening to even praise and worship music. I'm huge into the church. Um, Praise and worship music or a lot of manifestation videos on YouTube. Just kind of fall asleep listening to that and it helps brighten your mood. Mm, mm. Just pretty much surrounding yourself of the aura of where you want to be, what your mindset is who you are as a person. If you're a sweet, you're a sweet individual and, and you know, you love dogs and cats and, and the ocean, put some ocean noises on, you know, you know, watch watch blues clues or something like that. Right. Put yourself in that, you know, that 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 happy space, that safe space. Uh, because Alana, you can't mm-hmm. come in here, home girl. We ain't dealing with none of that. And and that's gonna propel you to be your super self. Man. I'm so I'm so I'm so happy and I apologize for for getting you so worked up. But I think that was very important for people to see because that's hard. It's we, we throw that around that word around all the time. Like it, it but it truly is difficult to, um, you know, keep telling yourself like, no, like you're worth it. No, you're good enough. Like just just keep you being are just enough. keep. Yeah, like you are like it's it's it's, it's so hard for a lot of people but it's so easy to 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 tell yourself that you are and it's just a consistency even of doing starting that. your morning just with daily affirmations i am enough mm. i am loved i am abundance mm. that's a big thing people are always like oh i'm broke or just nothing's coming my way and like no you got to connect to your source energy abraham hicks quote um word right there she's mm. huge on the law of manifestation law of attraction manifestation okay. she has a lot of great uh, videos on youtube you got to connect to that source energy and remind yourself i am abundance when you put and that's the other thing is like people say they want these things but they don't put themselves at a place to receive those things you could say Ooh. oh i want a million dollars who doesn't right but you got to align yourself into believing that that's already happened speak as it's already is yeah yeah walk as if it already is yeah. and it'll come like the money already in your bank account. It is. you're already a millionaire right now yes. you're already successful at this at, at this moment in your life and and it's just the fact that because we're so material we're materialistic we are we're materialistic yeah if we don't see it we got that see it believe it that you know uh, that that mindset nobody's gonna ever believe that one day I'm gonna make a million no, no it's gonna be pretty soon it's probably gonna be like a couple years I don't know maybe I'm shortchanging myself but like in a couple years it's gonna be a six figure to a million dollar podcast there's that story of Jim Carrey when he was first starting out in this business mm-hmm. he wrote himself a million dollar check to believe this is gonna happen this is gonna work for me and Jim Carrey was getting 
not a lot of great stuff. Phoenix. He tried out for yeah, he tried out for SNL. He was denied. He started. He got his start on in Living Color. Mm. You know. And oh, he finally Lord, worked his... that, was, oh, that was my man. <laughs> that was my man. Throwback right there. But, like, he had, he believed strongly as himself from being a stand up comedian that he was going to make those million dollars. He wrote himself a check until he could finally cash it. Now, that doesn't mean, like, you, you've also got to be patient. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It yeah. may not happen tomorrow. I'm not going to say it's not because the universe, the world is crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. Timing has a lot to do with that. Oh, my God. Timing. timing. The, the time you were born, like, like I, I want to be, I want to build generational wealth so bad, but I'm already be so like the behind, Carters, you know. <laughs> right, but I'm so behind the curve because of when I was born. I wasn't born when the Rockefellers uh, were were growing, and and I, and I'm black, so in that time frame, like it probably would have been a little bit harder. Like even though they're successful, you know, black um, um, entrepreneurs and all that kind of stuff, but it definitely would have been a little harder for me to achieve some of those goals. I can't. You know, I'm I'm just a little behind the ball, unfortunately, from where I was born. Um, so yeah, a lot of that just comes down to timing, and like you said, you gotta be patient too. Mm -hmm. It's not. It may take you ten ten years to, whatever, whatever. A lot of these actors, you hear stories of these actors saying like, you know, they were struggling to get their start. It's like, oh, if it doesn't happen by the time I'm thirty, I'm done. And then they're thirty, and it like they they get their big break you know they've already instilled in their brain at 30, 30 years old i'm done mm -hmm. they've already told themselves that they're done yeah but it, it just it varies like you got to have you got to be patient i know that's so hard because i'm i'm a very much it's it, that's where you kind of so got patient i'm so impatient. <laughs> i'm like hurry up oh my god but that's where you got to find that balance too of like okay you believe it's happening but you got to put in the work at the same time. You know, mm -hmm. you got to find that balance of like, yes, it will come to be when it's time to hap when it's time to come, but I'm still going to continue doing what I need to do to get it there. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. speak, speak on that when it comes to um, the whole acting space, because, you know, some people may see somebody on their favorite show, but they they don't know that that was their first big. They've been doing acting for 10, 15 years and you finally see them on the big screen. Talk about talk about that that journey when it comes to, you know, get, going to 30 auditions and not getting not, not one call back. You know, when it's finally that yes that comes through. It's oh god, it's you don't know what people had to go through to get there. John Krasinski in The Office is a great example. He, um, before he got his big break in The Office, he was going on auditions and hearing no and not getting anywhere. And I believe like the story, I mean, he was on one of the late night talk shows, um, like Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the story he told was like, I called my mom and was ready to give up. And she's like, no, uh, just try, just try one more and just do another. And then he finally landed The Office. It's like, that you just don't know what people go through. Look at Viola Davis. She's finally huge. And look how old she is, you know? Yeah. yeah. But success is different to everybody. Yes. I don't, for me personally, I don't care about that fame and fortune celebrity life because there's some dark sides to that. Look at Britney Spears and stuff like that, you know? I know. Not, I just, I don't even, I still don't know what conversationship is. I don't even really care. It's, yeah, like, but it, like at the end of the day, it's you see the celebrities, but you also see videos of paparazzi ha harassing these celebrities. Right. So getting into the business, this business for me was never about fame and fortune. I just want to make a living doing what I love. Mm. 
been a constantly working actor. My teacher is a constantly working actor. Is he famous? I mean, yeah, some people recognize him, but he's not the Jennifer Lawrence or anything like that. And I'm like, who cares? Like, he's doing what he loves. Mm -hmm. He's making money doing what he loves, and he's always getting projects. That's what I want to do. There's some famous famous people out there that nobody knows who they are. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with million like millionaires and billionaires. You don't know who these people are, but they They're they got there, some yeah. money out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so like I'm kind of in that current boat. Like, yeah, I'm getting a lot of auditions, but I have yet yet. Not saying that it's never gonna happen. I mm-hmm. always th- say yeah, it's not happened yet. Yet to do like a big booking. I, a lot of my bookings come from people I've worked with in the past right. because they know my work ethic. I did a short film at the end of Ju- at the end of June in Dallas and I did that because a friend that I did theater with a couple shows with a few years back was like hey I'm doing this there's a role that's perfect for you I want you to audition for it okay cool I did a theater show back in September and I got that because I guess whoever the original actress was dropped out and one of my friends that was already in it she's like hey come audition for this I'm in this show come do it with me okay cool that's a lot of my because I'm very much a hard work ethic I will if I say something, I will do it. I'm a woman of my word, mm. and I always put in the work. And that's something that my parents instilled in me, and I love them for that. But that's what's getting me work so far. And now it's just eventually I'll get my bookings with my agent. And just putting you got to put it out there and claim that it's happening and walk as if it already is happening. Mm, got to affirm it, y'all. Y'all got to know that y'all going to be successful. That's the whole point of me starting this podcast. Like, literally, not even in all those words, but that's the whole point of the super self mantra, man. Like, we there, there's, there's so much more to us, um, and we just don't give ourselves enough credit. Alre- we already don't give ourselves enough credit. And... People who you say what your plans are and they kind of look down on that. I, I very much keep to myself, unless I'm close with you, I really don't talk about my acting career to a lot of people mm. because I've learned that there's just some people who, in Spanish, it's like they give you ojo, they give you the evil eye because they don't want to see you succeed. Mm. So it's like, unless we're close, unless you're in this industry with me, and you understand this, I really don't talk about that. Like when I go on dates, people are like, what do you do? And I just tell them my day job. I don't really go into it unless I'm like comfortable with you. I'm like, okay, you, I trust. <laughs> I am a production coordinator for a film company in Fort Worth right now. But she's working in her <laughs> niche. I am. And I was so happy to get that. Oh, the whole bartending to that journey. That's that's a story too. Um, but I love it and we'll get into it. We'll, get, we'll into get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, it's you are your own worst enemy, but also be careful on what you tell other people mm. because not everyone's in your corner. That is true. That is true. I keep that circle very very small. Like 10 like 10 fingers. 10 like <laughs> I I can I can count on my hands like the like my real homies mm-hmm. and and it's it's nothing against people like like i haven't seen you in a long time but i can see that you're a friend and yeah. and obviously we're not close we don't see each other all the time but she's definitely a friend but it's it's one of the you know the, you know your immediate circle and stuff like that but you start to see people you know when they fade away you know you can mm-hmm. you, you can you can see it from you know from a mile away um and i'm pretty sure y'all starting to notice the people that ain't in your corner right now maybe you're struggling or in a, a, a difficult position where they at you know where they at for that's the what, that's one thing i keep saying to myself is like be in this journey, especially in our industry, mm. because whenever you do blow up, you blow up big. Yeah. Be careful and remember who was in your corner to begin with. Yeah. 
And I'm not talking about, I mean, you may meet people later on down the road after you've already are successful. I mean, I'm not saying don't give them a chance. You just met them, you mm. know, but I'm talking about people now who are knowing your struggle and are not there to support you. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, yeah. Like the homie that let you sleep on his couch. Like that was your <laughs> brother since y'all was five years old and he always supported you. And now you big and now, all you know, like. I have my select group of people, my circle that like whenever I make my success and I'm making my money doing what I love, they won't ever have to worry about paying for a thing. Oh, sh- because they have shoot. always supported me in that way, in that regards too. They will never have to worry about paying for it. Nah, you good. Like, like I, yeah. I got you. Like, like, and and I'm that type of loyal way mm-hmm. with the people that that I know. I'm like, man, like I'm always gonna hit the people up I know that mess with me and that really be supporting me. And and like I'm, I'm gonna always make sure they straight. Man, I had saw a meme. Did I show you last night? That I showed the meme. It was a uh, it was a girl. She was like, for the twelve people that fought, that always <laughs> like my posts. Y'all want some from the store? <laughs> I share that too. As I have like two Facebook ca- accounts. I have my personal one and I have my professional one that has like my day job on there and my acting stuff. My personal one, I share nothing but stupid memes. And I share stuff like that too. <laughs> like for the 12 people who keep liking all my stuff. Y'all hungry? I got y'all. Like, what's, what's <laughs> what good? What y'all want? But yeah, man, I always remember who's in your corner, man. Ooh, that's that's this is deep right here. This is probably the deepest I'm. <laughs> this is probably the deepest I've been going, man. This is crazy. This is crazy. I want to be successful because I want to take care of those who have taken care of me. Right. My parents, my family, my close friends. I manifest. I see myself. Would you consider an actor and like an entrepreneur? God, yeah. I never thought of it like. Because I'm, I'm thinking, I don't think I've never thought about it, but if I really have to think about it, because you, you okay, so like, you can do all kinds of things as an entrepreneur, you yeah. can sell services, products, whatever, um, this podcast, I consider myself an entrepreneur doing this podcast, because uh, I'm trying to get y'all to give me some money, please, <laughs> uh, but like, you going out there, going to auditions, like you, you get an agent, you get a, you know, you sign with an agency. That's almost like being a freaking basketball player. You getting the agent, like, oh, big time. Okay, you signed, you signed to, you signed to a, to a, to a brand, you know, and and now you're out there putting yourself out there, sharpening your skills, getting better at that, and just trying to get different jobs. You selling yourself. You are like, you, and I hate sales. <laughs> But it's but it's, it's for that's, way, that's like what, for my personality, it's like why did you get sales. into this business? It's like because I, I hate sales I and I sales. hate uh, the attention on me, and yet I'm choosing to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah, you know, whatever. But I, like I, I really want to say that actors are entrepreneurs. It is straight hustling, hardcore, and social media has made it both easier and harder at the yeah. same time. I think it's made it ten times easier because I'm I'm I think I'm a I don't think I'm a master strategist yet, but I think I'm a very good strategist when it comes to marketing mm-hmm. and how to how to like find ways to make money. I th- I would think if I was still in acting, I would probably literally just create my own sh- like show skit. That's kind of what I'm working on right now. Like get like yeah. get a group of people like like I got a homie that write, got a homie at this video. Like we literally create our own mm-hmm. empire, our own And that's media. the great thing about the technology nowadays is you don't have to wait for the phone call. Yeah. Like, hey, you got an audition or we're looking for it. Do it right here. Like set set the thing up just stuff. like this and then yeah. 
do your do your monologue do it i know y'all thought i was gonna do something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but like it's i i believe actors are entrepreneurs that's just me i just want to know what you thought because i just never thought about that i mean yeah i never thought of it like that but i can totally agree with that mindset for sure hmm because i'm you're not an employee of anyone you're you're like an independent contractor mm -hmm. to, like in a sense mm -hmm. which is kind which which is a 1099 i know you um yeah i believe so when yeah. i fill out like tax stuff right sure yeah so I, I guess it's a yeah. 1099 so that that I don't just know. made I me just think sign where so they tell me to sign <laughs> you sign right there i'm like all right cool but like <laughs> yeah actors are actors are entrepreneurs you're not changing my mind somebody changed my mind y'all want to argue put it in the like comments. comment subscribe and change his mind <laughs> please if y'all change my mind i would take y'all out to dinner if somebody do that i'll take you out to dinner like change my mind if actors aren't entrepreneurs. there's a limit to that dinner though um we got a budget for that like, like, <laughs> $35. After $35, it's <laughs> very expensive for me. I don't care how much money I have. Two for that, 24 at uh, Applebee's. You coming? You coming? The drinks are like $5, too. Right? Drinks are like five. Yeah, please let me know. Please let me know. Yeah, you guys have to be entrepreneurs. I was just wondering. I was just wondering. We you, gotta, you gotta be your own biggest fan, and you just really gotta put in that hustle, man. Like, yeah. oh, it is exhausting, but it's also liberating. And it's, oh, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Are, you in a, are, you, are you in an end union? No, I'm not. Cause so the union is yeah. Talk about explain what the what the union is for the people that's not in in, in the acting world. There's SAG and then there's AFTRA, but SAG and AFTRA are different. They're, no, um, they're together. Well, yeah, well, I can well, it's, see. it's so, okay. SAG AFTRA, but yeah. like like but if you're like, like if you're off, in radio, yeah. yeah, like like yeah, like so like if you're in tradition, like if you're in radio or voiceover, you will be in AFTRA. So I like believe. whenever they first started, SAG is the Screen Actors Guild, and AFTRA was the right. American Film. TV and radio association, mm -hmm. if I'm getting that right. They eventually merged together and have, you know, it's SAG after, SAG it's, after, it's one right, union right, right. now. And that's, it's different than what you're hearing about, sorry, but then what you're hearing about in the news right now with the crew, like that's completely different. Yeah. And I could even go into that a little bit. Um, I'm not SAG, too into, I know what's going on with that situation, but I don't, I tend to not really care about stuff on that. So, but you level. need to care because if they don't get, if our, if our crew people, so making a movie, it's not just your famous face. It right. takes the people who set this up. It mm -hmm. takes the people who light it. It takes the people who get the location. There's so much to making a movie. And if they're not getting treated right, getting their fair pay and getting like fair hours, they're going to fucking like. Sorry, I don't know if I can cross on here. Do whatever you want. Like, I don't even really care. Like, just, if that's what you feel, just say what you it's feel. It's passion, man. But they're just, they're going to leave. And a lot of people I follow, there's this, um, it's the IATSE union for the crew. And I follow an Instagram account where they, people anonymously submit some horror stories of what they've been through on sets. And if they don't get what they deserve, they're going to walk out. You're going to have the new people who don't know what they're doing on mm -hmm. these sets, more accidents are going to happen or they're going to boycott. They were very close to boycotting and shutting yeah. down productions, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it has it's opened so up my mind a little bit. Cause I, I, I guess I didn't think about it like that. And I, and the reason I say I don't care, like when it comes to news stuff, like yeah. things in the news, like for me, my ideology 
that has nothing to do with me. That's not my life. I need to focus on what I'm focusing on. If I'm worried about what's, what's going on with Britney Spears and her dad, I still don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> I don't even know. And even with the same situation with the prop gun, I'm not – like, I, I know whatever happened, and like you're saying, that makes sense because if, there, if, if there's um, mistreatment between – you know, the people that's in SAG-AFTRA, which are the actors, you know, um, the people that's SAG-AFTRA fought for us to have working. Back then, like the golden age of Hollywood, you look at um, the girl who played Dorothy, and I'm blanking on her name right now. The girl who played Dorothy yeah, in the original, Yeah, in the original one. Yes, but uh-huh. what's her name? I don't know her name. You uh, asked me. That's bothering know. me. If y'all know her name, you know, let us know, but we ain't gonna know her right I now. I can't remember, but she was treated horribly. Mm. She was giving packs and packs of cigarettes to smoke because she had to keep a slim figure. She worked long, these what? crazy hours. Like, what? these Golden Age of Hollywood celebs, like, the Golden Age back then, were treated horribly, and SAG after fought for our rights to have safer working conditions for that. Mm. So, like, I, I am not union right now because Texas is a right-to-work state. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that is right. Like, Te- California, California, New York, or you have to be union. But there's so many kind of catch-22s. You have to be in union to work union. Oh, how do you work union? How do you become union? You have to work 20 union jobs. Well, how do, how do I do that? Well, you got to be union. Like, that, that kind of that stuff, like, happens, but... In the right to work states, you can work union jobs and not have to be union. So I've auditioned. So for, that's only for Texas and maybe some other states. For some like what? Yeah, some other states have the right to work. Um, and then, but after you work a certain amount of union jobs, and you are having to force to join the union, yeah. which is like because they're called vouchers. Yeah. Is it still called vouchers now? I think so. Okay. They, but to me, that's like a great big step. Um, and if you are in a state that's not right to work, you have to be union. Then yeah, you want to join. In Texas, you can hold off on joining being a union. Mm-hmm. Um, but they provide a lot of benefits and they fight for our pay and they fight for our hours and stuff. They're a great thing to have. Yeah. So are the um, the other, you know, the makeup artists, all those guys, are they not in the same union? Or it's, they- it's the other, it's the crew union. The Okay. I believe they pronounce it like IATSE, but it's I-A-T-S-E, I believe is what it is. Um, they, yeah, they have their own crew union okay. of, and it's pretty similar working up your hours and union jobs to get the union card. Okay. Nate, don't go on the union for me, bro. <laughs> don't go to the union, fam. Oh, yeah, because the union's pretty strict. Like, if you're a union and you're working, they find out you're working non-union jobs, they'll fine you and stuff like that. The <laughs> yeah. show ain't going to, the show not going to continue now. <laughs> y'all got it messed up. Nate went to the union. That's, that's pretty crazy. So, you need, so to be able to get into the union, you need, to, to be work able on to the work, union jobs right. and build with, up your hours. Which are like, you know, big motion picture films. They could be anything, or, like commercials. Okay. There's some commercials that are union, like SAG commercials, mm-hmm. uh, film, TV. There's a lot of independent films that are union. The incident that happened with Russ, that's a union production. Right. It was in, independent, so that means it wasn't backed by like a major, like, you know, NBC like or Universal any or Universal or stuff like that, but it was still union. Right. So it just, it could be like anything... SAG, I believe SAG ultra low budget doesn't really count as much. Okay. Um, but yeah, it could be anything that says that it's union. It counts towards hours. How do you feel about? Um, um, he said that Alec Baldwin said that there should be police on set. I'm not sure if you heard that. I how, did. How no, you, I did. Okay. How, how do you feel about it's that? It's funny because I, I like to read the comments and someone did write. It's like, oh, man, if only there was somebody who had the training, the firearms training to be on set and know what they're doing. Oh, wait, we do. It's cut in armor. 
we have um we have people especially in the union that have had years of training with firearms that know what they're doing and for that incident that happened there's just way too many missteps that they didn't follow mm. that resulted in the tragedy that happened it's like at the end of the day you can try and blame someone somebody else but that is your job you are always to check that that gun is clear and the other thing that i read is apparently they were rehearsing the scene so why is a live gun in a rehearsal you could use a prop rubber gun mm. you know hmm. there's just a lot of missteps to that um i'm all for if you want to get more people like that hire our military veterans you know true oh my goodness i'm a huge like and it's the marine corps birthday today by the way my oh, brother's yeah. a marine so i know a little bit about that okay. we're all marines um i'm all about our military vets and sometimes they don't get the sources that they need they and so you know like get them hire them they know they know what they're doing on with weapons they know huge they know everything about weapons they're trained in they're that trained, so why yeah. not get them work in the union get them work on these sets and stuff you I know? never get why a lot of those uh, and this is probably off subject but i never get why they don't go to the like a lot of them that's in the army and the military don't become like police officers go to the cia or get specific jobs in like weapons training or combat sometimes like, they're just like over it and that's not what they want yeah, to yeah do. and, and yeah. i understand but but even like there's people like uh, i had a friend dylan he does like some tech work i know he was training to do tech work he's in the uh, army and um he um you know some people may want to go that route and be a doctor and all that kind of stuff but i yeah. feel like it's just they don't really there's not the resources to really guide those people into a lane once they're done with their military career i get that and that's something that i i don't I would love to speak more on that, but I don't have enough I, background in yeah, it to and that, speak and that's, more and that's on that. And that's the same yeah. for me. Like, I've, my, my grandfather was in the Army. My great-grandfather was in the Army. I know quite a bit of people that are, like, are currently in um, uh, military vets. Some people I went to school with. Yeah. I, I know quite a bit of people. Just don't have enough information about that. But that's just what I think. No, it's, yeah. Like, I, I agree. It's, and it's, that's it's something sad. that's, It's yeah. just sad. And I see a lot of them on the streets. And sometimes I'd be like, were you really in the military? You just took that hat. You just, like, using that. Yeah. You know, some, sometimes yeah. I feel like that. But it's just so true. We got to help our military vets. Oh, man. I'm uh, huge on, would love to help our military vets. And that's another thing. Another goal that I would love to do is once I'm able to be, make my success, you know, I want to be able to help our military vets with whatever organizations that I can. Mm, for sure. They sacrifice a lot for this country and they deserve to have, they should, honestly, they deserve to be taken care of for the rest. They, de they, they definitely do. Yeah. Cause you ain't going to get me in the army. You're not going to get me. So I really appreciate you guys. <laughs> all you military vets out there. The guys is currently serving right now. I and Veterans Day is coming up. Veterans so, Day yeah. is coming up. So I really, really, really appreciate you guys. And make sure if y'all see a veteran out there, anybody you know in the, um, in, the, in the military, make sure you let them know that you appreciate them, you love them, and give them their support, guys. Um, yes, that is very, very much needed. So that's that's what I want to say. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I, I just had to say that. Oh yeah. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go into the fire round. I know y'all been waiting oh, on the fire round. I <laughs> Nate's like, yeah, we finna get them today. I'm scared. Okay, so the, so that's I like it that way. So the fire round is y'all know what it is. We're gonna shoot one words. So maybe I'll say chicken. You may say sausage and like one words, or you may say what that word means to you, or or you know whatever that may be. Some people will have a whole conversation on on one word i said we haven't even got through this so it doesn't matter whatever works for you a lot of people do the one word thing so it doesn't matter so you say a word and i say what yeah yeah I, the first like, thing that comes to my head first thing first word first 
whatever that comes Thought? to your head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh so, God, okay. Yeah, so it's just gonna be <laughs> random. I'm, I, I think I've come to the conclusion that I will not be writing and preparing words for this segment anymore because it's just more fun for me to come off the top of my head uh, <laughs> to come up with stuff. And I love confusing people on this segment. So we're going to go ahead and get it started. First word is going to be actress. Me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Princess. Me. <laughs> stardom. What She's is it? Stardom. Me. <laughs> She's killing me. She's killing me. Juxtaposition. God, <laughs> I was like, oh God, I got him. Like, oh God, I got him. I got him. Let me just say that. Oh God, Let's, I, did that. I love that mindset. Ooh, powerful. Mm. Manifestation. What everybody needs to do. How powerful is is manif like manifestation when it comes to um, your goals? You need it. There was actually a video that was shared. Um, Ellen was like, you know, on the break, commercial break, and Jennifer Aniston was on her, was one of her guests. And I, I didn't hear the question. I'm assuming some girl like asked her a question about acting and like breaking out and stuff like that. And she, she said, she's like, you just got to manifest it and believe it is, that it is so. So if Jennifer Addison, an amazing actress, is employing this method to do what she can in her career, then anybody can. True, true. It's all about if you want it bad enough, guys. Y'all got to want it. But also always be putting in the work. Put in the work, too. That The H, the A, the R, the D, the W, the O, the R, the K, the hard work. I always spell that out because people do not understand how much work goes into anything that you want to achieve. You just cannot sit on your butt and then just think. That's why I asked I asked one of my friends, Mitch Banga. Shout out to Mitch Banga. I, you know, I asked him. Um, one of his words was destiny in the fire round. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, he doesn't believe in destiny because you can be like, you can be like, I want to be, I want to be the, the suit. I want to be Batman. You know, okay. I want to be Batman, but you're not doing what Batman is doing. Batman, he, he's probably practicing some combat. He's probably, you know, he's a master detective. That's one thing people forget. He's a great detective. He's probably working on something scientific. Like, he's he's doing something to become Batman. But you can't be sitting on your butt all day talking about you want to be Batman. You're not doing what Batman doing. You'll never reach your destiny. Right. And that made me understand why he didn't believe in destiny. And it, it just made sense to me. I was like, yeah, yeah, because you, yeah, yeah. Like, you can't, that just made sense to me. I'm like, No, yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Like, Oh, God. And that kind of goes back to other conflicting beliefs that I have. It's, do you believe in a soulmate? Mm. Or, I mean, there's 7 billion people in this world. How are you going to find that one that's for you? Mm. And it just all comes down to, again, what's meant to be yours will not pass you by mm. as long as you're putting in the work. That's lit. That's lit. And it's, it, it comes down to that, def that difference between, there's a difference between deservedness and entitlement. Entitlement is like, I should have this. Okay, well, what are you doing that says that you should have this? Mm. What what work are you putting in? That it, deservedness is like I'm putting in this work, so you deserve to have these good things come your way. Mm. You know. Mm hmm. Y'all was listening. Y'all was taking <laughs> notes. There was some gems right there. We just gonna keep it rolling. Gems in the fire round. That's how we keep doing it. Uh, We're gonna finish off next uh, about a couple more words. Um, let's go with uh, tangible. Malleable. Okay. okay. <laughs> Vegan. Honorable. Okay. Last word, union. 
necessary. Why is union necessary? If it wasn't for the union, we'd still have kids working in coal mines. That's any union. <laughs> that's, that's any. any that's any. Yeah. That's any union. Look at our history. Look at our past. These child labor laws that were put into effect and all that stuff because mm. these unions, Cesar Chavez and the United Farm Workers Union, the having our farm workers, especially the um, minorities that came from, you know, right across the border, mm. they were getting treated. At my play that I did kind of talked about this. Yeah. Um, I portrayed this character called or this fantastic woman she wasn't a character she was a real life um person pauline valenciano and she did a lot a lot of um rights like immigration rights women's women's rights and stuff for our community in fort worth one of the things that we talked about is cesar chavez and how back then these farmers were spraying like pesticides over these migrant workers and they were getting away with it they were beating men, they were raping women because they could get away with it if they weren't following in line. So we, Cesar Chavez fought for the farm workers' rights to have like a decent living, you know? Just like be treated as a human being and stuff. Like unions are necessary because look at where how far we've advanced without, like with them. Imagine where we would be without them. Oh Lord. <laughs> they gonna get, have me get, working. I get people can kind of get annoyed because like unions kind of prohibit you from doing things and people say that's annoying, but I'd rather we need unions. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Woo. That fire round was spicy, man. <laughs> I hope y'all was feeling that one. Hey, uh, I got to pay some bills real quick. Uh, we're going to get an ad up in here. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> cool, man. We, we, we back from paying bills. I hope y'all enjoyed that, man. I got to keep this. I got to keep the lights on or, we're gonna be in the dark in this bad boy. But that was that was fire. The fire round was fire like always. That was always. a lot of fun. I love that. I'm I'm glad. I'm keeping the fire round like always. And I've really structured the show out to where um I can kind of guide people, flow them through the show. And um, you know, it, it keeps you on your toes. Mm -hmm. it, it keeps you thinking. I I, I I scare people every time the fire round comes. They don't know what's coming. They don't know what's coming. And I was like, nervous. Like I said, I was nervous. I was like the fire round. He was it. like, "Oh, fuego! Oh <laughs> Lord! Oh, what's going on?" Yeah. And yeah, yeah, we keep it spicy up in here, man. So, so after the fire round, after after going through your acting journey, after all the mindset and the ups and downs, how did you even find yourself in the position that you're in now? Like, if you had time to look back. Like, what helped you to get to where you are exactly where you are now? The thing that helps me be the person that I am now, definitely bartending. So Like, like cocktail? <laughs> like, like what's, what's the guy, the uh, the late night oh, cocktail, like, the uh, midnight cocktail guy? Oh, I thought you were thinking about Tom Cruise and, like, that, no, that no, movie. <laughs> no, he's a famous bartender, um, Tipsy Cocktail. Oh, Tipsy Alchemist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah like, how, what, <laughs> bartending, what? So whenever we first met, I was just serving, being a server, yeah. and I had been really wanting to do be a bartender. Um, I got started in the service industry in 2014, started at Genghis Grill, family restaurant, wanted to move up to bar just because I thought it was cool. Did that, went to a fast-paced, high-volume bar bar in 7th Street in Fort Worth. <laughs> and um, they wouldn't hire me as a bartender, and looking back, no duh. <laughs> but they hired me as a cocktail server, and I just saw the bartenders working, and I'm like, damn, I really want to do that. They yeah. were 
slinging the drinks. They had control of the room. They were making great money doing it. It's like, man, I really want to do that. They were the cool people in the room, you know? Yeah. So I worked my way. And that's actually one thing that my dad said. He was really proud of me. He told me, he's like, Miha, I'm really proud of you because whatever you put your mind to, you do it. And that's what I was doing. It was like I was wanting to be a bartender, so I was learning how to be a, like free pouring at home and how to like make drinks and stuff like that. I was – are you learning. doing the tricks and like oh, I can't do this I cannot oh, okay. do the flair like that's that's just too much and that's too much for me I'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you that wasn't what you was trying to do full time anyway yeah but like so I eventually did like get behind the bar and then whenever I moved to like a more of a sports bar it's not like just always slinging drinks you gotta learn how to talk to people yeah. and I was like talk oh, to people okay. <laughs> talk to strangers what and that's literally what it is is like that's how you make your regulars and how you make your money but this industry and i didn't get out of it until literally over the summer mm. um for various reasons i'll go into but this industry i absolutely love and adore and am very thankful for because it made me who i am today it helps me grow a thick skin to not take hmm. things personally, to deal with assholes, because you do deal with drunk assholes sometimes, to learn how to deal with them and still have a smile on your face and to let things roll off your back, you know? And that's kind of what you need in this in the acting industry, in this entertainment industry anyways, is because you're going to get told no a lot before you hear your yes. Yeah, you yeah. got to let that not affect you, you know? Mm-hmm. It gave me the confidence of being comfortable in my own skin of how to talk to people and that's what you need in casting when you go into an audition casting immediately starts judging you the minute you walk in that door to the minute you leave and you just walk about with this air of confidence in you and that's what it taught me to do and i love it i love the i made my adult friends in life be through bartending through the service industry growing up i was very shy and quiet um Resting bitch face. <laughs> I don't know. It, maybe it popped up at some point where I'm not, if I'm not smiling, I just look mad. I wouldn't think like, so. Uh, but like, yeah. I look mad, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I don't care about that because at least people don't try and mess with me. So that's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> story like, right there. But growing up, I was very socially awkward and shy. didn't know how to make friends. And again, if I'm not smiling, I look mad. So it's like, who would want to hang out or talk to per- – like, I did have friends, but, like, who would want to, you know? Bartending and service industry helped me make my adulthood friends, helped me learn how to turn off that resting bitch face and turn it on when needed when dealing with assholes, mm-hmm. but taught me how to be comfortable and confident in my own skin, and I love it for that. It was time for me to leave when I got burnt out, especially after the pandemic. Um, you get burnt out <clears throat> slinging alcohol. You, my body's tired. I am an introvert. I've learned to become an extrovert and make a conversation, but after this podcast, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. That was a lot. That, that's one thing I learned um, about introverts because they're so – they conserve their energy – because they don't put their stuff out there like people like me. I'm a natural extrovert. But when they put all their energy into something, after that, yes, woo, yes. It's like they like they, they didn't release, they didn't burst everything and now like they didn't just yes. get out of there. That's, like that's making, crazy. Making that conversations all the time. And it took a physical toll. I like my knees. I can tell when it's gonna rain now because of like the years behind the bar. <laughs> the way like my position is, my lower back hurts. Years behind the bar, mm. like it's taking a physical toll. I've got knots in my shoulders. 
taking a physical toll and it's just I'm exhausted making that conversation makes me tired I'm ready for bed and then I don't have the energy to do what I'm working towards in life when I have a day off because I just want to chill and relax and just watch TV and not do anything and regain my energy so don't get me wrong the money is great and I definitely miss the money but I love what I do now because it's back in my industry it's funny the power of manifestation I just got tired of bartending being in the industry I was like you know what and I put it out there and I was talking to like a good gym buddy of mine she's amazing um we just got to talking and I told her I was like I want a cool job I don't want a nine-to-five office receptionist job I don't want to do that everyone has those I want a cool job I just don't know what it is but I need to get out of this industry I put it out there looked on LinkedIn found the job that like I have now I applied for it did my first interview and I talked a lot about how my service industry helps me in this industry because my job is to make the customer happy well my job is making the clients my boss's clients these um for these shoots and stuff happy I can figure that out I won't lie and be like oh yeah we'll do this and then turns out we can't do that it's like if I don't know something I'll figure it out and I come back to you so um, did the first interview and in that interview I told him the acting class I was taking turns out the girl whose job I took over she she left because she's moving to Atlanta for more acting stuff mm. um, she's in the same class that I was in we oh, didn't know wow. each other but she was in the same class so I reached out to a mutual friend I was like hey do you know so-and-so yeah cool I'm applying for a job oh cool I'll put in a good word for you I didn't even ask for that she's like but my work ethic speaks for itself that people are willing to put in a good word for me for these positions. Did the second mm. interview, it went great, and I eventually got the job. And it's like I tell people what I do now, they're like, "Oh, that is so cool." I'm like, "Sure, I guess." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because when you when you when I think when I think about that, it's more like your work ethic, who you were as a person. You know that really you know pushed you, and and that's just what I it, it really pushed you into. Uh, the position that you're in, because if it wasn't for who you are, if it wasn't for how you worked, if it wasn't for mm-hmm. you being in that, you know, right place at the right time, yes. timing, you know, and uh, we were talking about that earlier, timing, like a lot of that is timing. Do you, you, do you feel like and that it, was... it's weird because I felt like I needed the service industry and bartending to help me shape me into the person I am. And now mm-hmm. that I am that person, it was time for something new. And it's something because my that's something my my mom my mom I teased her I was like mom you got that brujeria in you because she can sense things it's Mm -hmm. weird she can tell when things are happening or when they're gonna happening like that's just my mom and so she told me she's like I don't know what it is but you need to get out of the bartending and I feel like more acting gigs are gonna come your way that's literally what happened as soon as I got took on this new job my weekends are open my evenings are open I am getting hit up for projects from like fellow actors to take on. And it's like, yes, I can do this now because I have the time now for a bartending job. There was one instance I had an in-person audition. I had a, and I told my boss, I was in the office. I told my boss, I was like, Hey, I got to go to this audition real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. You can't leave the bar top unattended yeah. to Especially go to an audition. You're the only person there. Exactly. Oh, sorry, customers. Go put your own drinks. I got to go to an audition real quick. <laughs> Like, the, yeah. achieve my goals <laughs> yeah, and dreams exactly, you know exactly so it's like it's weird that like she put she said that and then more opportunities are now coming my way mm. during this so mm. do you feel like bartending how, how long did you do bartending that was like six like six seven years 2013 to oh, 2013. 2021 so oh, about eight. eight oh god yeah just about you feel like that truly held you back from 
like I know it paid the bills and everything like that, but like did it did it really hold you back from like going like and I know you said sometimes like going like going to auditions, like all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like now that you're out of that scene you can you have more time to um you know focus on your craft and and all that kind of, do you have did, did it open up more time for you besides that you know getting auditions and things like that i will never regret my years spent behind the bar because without that shaping me to who i am i would not be able to handle this industry hmm. at all um it was just it was a time it was a time that needed to happen and now that i've grown from it it was it's the time to move on from it things happen and come into your life for a reason learn that reason take the experience and when it's time you'll know when it's time to move on for me i was feeling burnt out at the end i was to the point where i was dreading going to work behind the bar and i was when it gets to that point for anybody it's i think it's time to, to move on. it's time, it's time to, go. to go oh man yeah and there were a couple a couple of times where like i had to turn on out down an audition because i had to work that day and nobody could pick up a shift you know mm. so that sucks but i don't regret my time and i don't think it held me back from anything that i needed to do mm. i really feel like being in the industry i mean i'm like in grocery retail at, at the moment full-time management the skills that I'm learning from running, a, helping run a business, you know, managing people, managing finances, uh, stock quality, like just like I'm in a position to where I'm in so many different areas that those that th like all the all, all those skills are just going to help mm -hmm. me in my next endeavor. Like even they even a, even acting, acting helped me, um, you know, just just with even dealing with people and just to be able to. You know bounce off somebody improv just 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 kind of be spontaneous go with the flow um just all that kind of stuff acting has definitely helped me to be in a position that i am in now mm -hmm. honestly it's probably been able to help me to be so fluent and, and cool on camera and stuff like that and uh it's funny because there's some shoots where it's like i see people who are just this doesn't this isn't what they do and they're so nervous on camera and for me i'm like oh Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can look at somebody and be like, yeah, he awkward on camera. Yeah. He, don't, he don't feel right. He don't feel right. <laughs> That's crazy. And and I can tell that the that your mindset also also pushed you through that. Um, just being able to work through such a strenuous and physically like demanding job. And I have Ooh. time and weekends for, because when you're in the service industry, you're missing a lot of major holidays, yeah, birthdays, yeah. time you with work family. Nights, nights yeah. over, overnight long nights, stuff like that. And then whenever you get out, it's definitely a party industry too because there's times yeah. where like, there's um, just the bar scene that, and this is something I've talked about with fellow friends, this one bar area, where it's kind of toxic because like you get off work and you go and spend your money that you just earned on other bartenders and drinking and you're drinking away your cash and stuff. Yeah. And that's, Tell me who you are. Tell me the people you hang around, and I'll tell you who you are. Well, I mean, I know people who do that. You know, I'm not a going out. I, I, I don't, I don't get the bar going out and spending your money. I'm like, I, you can just go buy a bottle, <laughs> and then you can drink at home and still come to the bar and not spend no money. I do it all the time, guys. I do it all the time. Money tips, like money, money tip, money tips from Super Dre. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just buy the bottle. Go, like I, I don't even get that. But to each his own. You know, if, if you can do all. That, but and don't get me wrong i do love the bar scene it was very great money and i miss the camaraderie i miss 
just because I did it for so long, I do miss it, but I'm happy to be out of it for sure. Well, I'm glad you're out of it. And I'm glad you're able to, um, like it, it opened up mm-hmm. space and time for you to be able to, you know, continue with your acting and, and achieving your dreams and goals. Do you ever think about, you know, besides, like I know you want to travel and all that kind of cool stuff. Do, have you ever wanted to give back in the sense of maybe helping, you know, people that look, women that look like you, you know, get into acting or, or help them understand, you know, or something like that. Have you ever thought about something like that? That would be another goal is there's a, there's a organization that helped me with, um, college scholarships and I want to give back. It's called the Hispanic, Hispanic women's network. And I just want to get involved and give back to my community like that. I want to, like I say, when I win, we all win. Cause I want to bring up people that I know that also are deserving of what they need, of what they want. I want to bring them up with me. Yeah. And that's all. If I win, we all win. Why don't we all win together, you know? Mm. And mm. be a positive influence on our community. And it's not that, our, it's not that many women that look like you out there. It's not that many people of your nationality. That, like that video that I shared of um, Salma Hayek when she was being interviewed about how she felt starring in Eternals. She, I mean, the interview was in Spanish, but essentially she said she was scared to put on that superhero costume because there's not people like us mm. in those roles. So this was like, this is like a major first, you know? I, if I had to think right now, <laughs> I don't think I know any like major you know, Hispanic yeah. superhero. Like, because for black people, Black Panther, ooh, boy. And, like, we've had, we, we you know, we had Static Shock, Spawn, you know. Um, we, we've had some black characters, but but Black Panther was the man. Like, was, he was the first, was, yeah. he was the first major black superhero. And I saw the impact of that, like, how much, rest in peace, my man, Chadwick Bosman, man, rest in peace. But he was such an uh, inspiration to black and kids his working everywhere. During nobody knew he nobody had knew that. he and had. He can- was still I didn't know. Working. I, I didn't know so recently that he that the particular cancer that he had. He was working through that through uh, the young bloods or or I believe that's what the the one that when he passed away that yeah, came yeah, out yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that through through the Jackie like he was working through that through all that Black Panther I think they were in the middle of filming the second Black Panther movie or something like that through all the Avenger mm-hmm. movies. Like he, they did the Marvel's what ifs and like one of his last jobs was doing voiceover for that. And people, the animators were saying when they were editing together, they were in tears because that's his last work, you know? And they, and they, and they probably knew at that yeah. time when nobody really knew. So he, he was, he was a really big thing for black kids. And I can, and, and I would love to see that for any nationality because even with the, they're, they're releasing more movies. I'm so glad that, mm-hmm. that, um, what's the latest Marvel movie that just came out with? There's uh, the Asian Eternals? or no, the Asian one. Yeah. Um, and it's not. I know, white, I know what you're talking about. Not, but it can't. It's not whitewashed. And I'm like, I'm so glad that they finally put people of nationality of some some Asian American kid can and look and look up and see an Asian a, a major Asian superhero. And be like, wow. And like, our people pe- and our people are not portrayed as a, the stereotypical thugs and criminals yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. They're always portrayed as. Oh, oh man but it's 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 so cool and we we need more of that out there especially 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 the ladies man like i just i just don't see too many of them Maybe. yeah so like when sama hayek was doing her interview she said she started crying as soon as she put on the suit because she's like look at my brown face 
like at the brown face of my people, of my kids, of my daughters, people will see, will see themselves in her and what they represent. And it's it's a huge thing. I'm going to have to do some research because I, <laughs> I, I know that there is some um, superheroes out there. And um, man, what is that? Um, not G-Force. It's... Um, so women, it's it's a Marvel. It's a with She Hulk. It's all the women. All oh the yeah, women. yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget what it's called, but uh, I, th- I thought that was really cool. I have that poster, um, and not hung up, but I have it. And I think that there is a, a few minority characters in like in there. And I really want to say it's um, Oh Girl, and it was the TV show, um, the Marvel show with the, the oh. Runaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that I think she was like Indian or some or something like that. I, I think they're I, I'm gonna do my research. I, I gotta look. <laughs> I, I, I got let me know if y'all are interested in that. I gotta look and see because I know that they are, there are some minorities in there, but we need more. We need more, and it's funny because I guess you know with my boxing background and my physique and my. I play broken really well. I play tough really well. People are like, oh, I can see you on the Avengers or stuff like that. So if Marvel, call me. <laughs> call her. Come on. I know y'all coming um, up with something. Shoot. Sofia Vergara and the guy, he's a Texas Hispanic director here. Robert Rodriguez are oh, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. putting together a Legend of Zorro, but a, with a female playing Zorro. Like, it's a female-driven. Mm. I'm like... Oh, I would love to be Zoro, like the female Zoro, and like be the star of that and kick some ass and be that strong woman, that strong influence. And hey, if you're watching this, this goes viral. Call me. Go <laughs> I am definitely interested. Let it go viral. I love it. I love it. Yo, man, this this has been a super cool and eye opening conversation for me. Um, just just for me, just diving back into the to the acting industry. I haven't been in that in a while, but I'm still very knowledgeable in it just because that's what I did for, that's where all my training came for years before I even stopped doing acting. So, um, and, and acting, I will say, acting's good even if you don't want to be in this industry. If you're shy and quiet, acting helps you kind of bring out a stronger character, a stronger version of yourself. People, there are stories of people who use, who take acting classes or doctors and nurses and stuff because they need to learn how to be comfortable in their skin and talk to other people, mm-hmm. you know? And some and, and a lot of times it's, it's being like learning emotions, learning to be like empathetic, learning, you know, learning how to be vulnerable. Putting uh, yourself in the other's shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's that's another thing I learned from acting school and, and stuff like that. Just uh, when you're talking about, you know, you can cry on command. Can you cry on command right now? Let me see. Hang on. Hang on, <laughs> God. No. I t- I tell you what we used to say when I, I was taking this um, as John Casablanca. I don't know if you know where that is in Carrollton, yeah, yeah. Not Josie. Uh, I went to school. I did acting and modeling uh, training there. And we 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 used to be we used to say this phrase. It was like I'm I'm searching for something. I'm searching for something. And we would do that. We say that over and over to practice on crying on command. And let's see if Monica Perez can give God. us a, 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 a cue, a crown cue. Whenever, whenever you're ready, silent on set, silent on set. It's like I feel something bubbling up, it's and there. I'm just trying to focus it's on it. There. God, 
God, it's it's like Ew, I feel like I feel like man, it's I was waiting. I was waiting. Ooh, I feel it in the chest, but it's waiting. like it's maybe we're just not in the right scene. The the we, we didn't set it up correctly. It's it's all good. But y'all definitely gotta make sure when she get on the big screen, like I said, like I said, when she get on the big screen, y'all y'all better be looking for the the instant cry up. Be looking, y'all better hashtag her. Y'all better do all that. <laughs> Hit her DMs up. Let her know. Or Let maybe just know. cut that part of the op- of the podcast out. <laughs> well, well, already in my head for the audio version, I will cut that out for the audio. Okay. Visual on you on YouTube, you you watching this? You seeing this? Audio, I cut it. I just cause it's too long of a pause, but whatever. Yeah. But um, no, that that was still cool too. I can't cry on command. I haven't practiced in a long time. Maybe, <laughs> no, I, can't, I, I can't do it but but the, I, I really appreciate you for coming out taking time out of your busy day to come chill with us and and uh spit some game to uh to the guys to my super fans out here um is there something that talk talk to somebody out there there is a young lady she looks just like you and she 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 loves acting or she just loves the arts um, or, and she, she just want to achieve her dreams, but she's so scared of what everybody's going to think of her. And she, she's scared. You know, she's just scared. What would you say to that young lady? Don't go into this if you're just wanting fame and fortune. If you were just wanting fame and fortune, go post a viral video on TikTok. You don't go into this for fame and fortune. I do this because, to me, it's helping other people by telling your story. It's being that embodiment of, I see, like, I see what you're doing now. It's just really, I know, I got distracted with that. Too. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yo, I thought this was soundproof. They, just, they <laughs> lied to me. <laughs> um, I like to help other people by telling their story and getting their story out there. And start with classes you go to acting classes whether that's in school that's how i got my start was mm-hmm. i was already in school that my school offered it so i started with that and then social media helps a lot um there's plenty of facebook groups i don't know if you're old, old enough whoever i'm talking to old enough to be on facebook they better be on <laughs> facebook because they tuned into the podcast so y'all better be but there's plenty of facebook groups out there um some resources would be Bonnie Gillespie would be a good one to look at. Um, business Management for Actors is a book that she made, and it's just the business side of things. Wendy Elaine, Wendy Elaine writes is another good one. Hollywood Winter Circle um, and Talent Manager for Actors. She helps give steps, but a lot of it is get your button classes and then start collaborating, starting off with student films, short films, lo- your local stuff, get, get together projects, your reels. Um, connect with other people to know your type, you know, you got to have your type, um, get that down, get footage of you playing that type and then just build up your resume. There's plenty of websites, actors, access, casting networks, and bas- backstage are going to be your like main three go-to for legitimate casting calls and not the sketchy stuff. Yeah. Like don't go on Craigslist. Do not do that. Yeah. I, I've been to some sketchy auditions before. I guess it wasn't too sketchy. I went to this place in South Lake and it was like, you know, at a hotel and it was like, Oh, you'll be on Disney channel. <laughs> yeah. And all this. And I'm like, and then if, if the one thing I learned in acting if you have to pay up front for something, yeah. If don't, you have don't to, if you, you have anything, to pay for anything, it's a scam. Anything in acting, you do not pay up front. 
I mean, headshots, now, now, yeah, 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 like, like, yeah, like, like headshots. Your material, but, yes. But, but when, when it's if you're looking, like uh, they're posting for auditions, and when you get to the audition, and they're like, okay, well, you got to pay this for this and that. That's not how that works. If this Agents. is not, if this is not, if you don't have a, if you don't have an agent, then you definitely need to get an agent for one. And uh, you just kind of just need to know your way around that, even without an agent. But like, if if they're asking for money up front, that's not how an audition works, guys. So if agents as well, if someone wants to sign you and they have a signing fee, no. Agents and managers make their money when you book something. They take a percentage of your check as commission and right. they like then you make the rest. They're making you try and pay something up front. It's not legit. It's not a, it's a, um, it's a scam. Some some <laughs> some legit agencies out there, again, union, SAG AFTRA. Go to SAG AFTRA, go to their website. They have list of agents in different regions wherever you're at those are legit union or the agents. Texas, texas film commission also yes. has that information on there i believe so they should a lot of a lot of texas, texas yeah. a lot of texas mpa follow these follow these accounts on social media just kind of you got to stay on it you just got to stay on it yeah, and then gotta. just work on yourself like if you're overweight cool but say you don't want to be overweight or you're not getting cast in the roles you want because you're overweight then work out and Start a healthy diet and work towards that. Say you have, they want a smiling person, but you have like bad teeth. Then just work on trying to get like, brighten up your teeth or things like that. You just got to kind of invest in yourself. Mm. If you don't invest in yourself, then what are you doing? Yeah, you do have to invest in yourself a lot sometimes. Like a, a lot can go into acting. Like some of the high profile actors like Michael B. Jordan and um, Kevin Hart and The Rock. Like those, especially when you got to get beefed up and then you got another role where you're really skinny. You have to lose a lot of weight and you know you got to grow hair out. And if I got to get a role and I got to say, you got to cut all your hair off and go bald. I'm like, cut all my hair off. Like there's there's a lot of... There's a lot of that that goes into it, but mainly at the higher, you know, higher, oh, for sure. higher tiers of, of acting. So, And the other thing is you're not going to get every role you book. This is very, you probably, you gotta, you pro yeah. if I had to guess, you're probably going to get like one to 2% of the, of the roles that you actually get. Like You have to learn to, you can't dwell on small. auditions that go bad. Basically, Michael B. Jordan was a good one. He's like, I would take my auditions, cool audition. I have the sides, I throw them away. After you're done with that audition, throw it away in your mind. If it's meant to be yours, if you know you did a good job cool. and it's meant to be yours, it'll come your way. Just don't take no personally um, and just have that be confident in your skin. Mm -mm -mm. Then was... That was, that, was, that was a beautiful monologue, mm -hmm. and, and I know y'all was feeling that. Hopefully, y'all became y'all super self. Hopefully, you super Monica today, and you guys have become y'all super self, and y'all wearing the cape and it's flying and stuff <laughs> like that. I know y'all can't see it, but, you know, I'm just envisioning it in my head because I'm manifesting all of my dreams and goals while I'm standing here with the cape flying and stuff like that, looking into the into the sky and stuff. I see but, it. But, I see it. I, yeah, I, I do it. I do it. So, hopefully, y'all became y'all super self. This has been so fun. Um probably the probably my my favorite podcast so this far. has been a lot of fun i've like i've done a lot of podcasts already i've gotten a lot of reps in uh but this has been the most fun i feel the most confident um and is is it's just cool it's just cool just to be doing this it's therapy for me and it is god it feels so much better now <laughs> and one thing i do want to say is um you got a little vulnerable er uh, earlier and i really appreciated that and I want, and and hopefully you guys caught that because you're gonna have you're you're going to have to be vulnerable in your journey, 
And um, it's so important yeah. to be able to, for one, be in a safe space where you can be vulnerable and to be around people who you feel comfortable doing that with. And honestly, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it just forces you to grow. So um, if you're wanting to be an actor, you have to be comfortable being true. vulnerable in front of strangers. Even. This, this is very this is very true. So make sure you guys surround yourself with like minded individuals who's ascending in the same direction as you. If you can't find them like they're like she said, there's plenty of groups and things like that. And if you still can't find it, create your own, mm -hmm. create your own guys. So, like always, we're going to be our super self, man. Make sure y'all smashing the like button, the subscribe button, all that good stuff down there. Make sure y'all tune in uh, to everything the Super J Podcast got going on. Patreon, yo, if if y'all caught the very beginning of this podcast, we were spending some gems and had a good conversation at the beginning. Only the guys that subscribe on the Patreon is going to get that. That's how we're going to be doing it. It's going to be some exclusive stuff. And um, let the people know what you got you know, going on coming up, you got any shows coming up or anything like that? Anything uh, working, exciting? Working on um, shooting a feature here soon with one of my fellow um, actors. His name is Jeremiah Alexander. He is amazing. That nice, tough, badass. We're, he's getting that in the works. Um, having a meeting to see how I can broaden my reach in my markets. You can follow me on social media at on my Instagram, my Facebook and my Twitter, well, Instagram and Twitter is at Monica Alyssa, M-O-N-I-C-A-L-Y-S-S-A. It's my first and middle name combined. Uh, Facebook is The Monica Alyssa. And then my website is MonicaAPerez.com. She beat me to the punch. I didn't even have to ask her. <laughs> I got to plug it in. She was going to let y'all know anyway. I always make sure everybody know where they can find my guests and make sure where they can tap in and uh, see everything you got going on. Like I said, this has been great. This is the Super Drake Podcast, and hopefully you guys have become super. And we out of here, guys. Peace. Bye.